Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode... Two, five, six. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news and then jump into a quick fire quiz with Scott. And speaking of Scott, joining me in the Toy Power studio is Scott... Directly from Scott's Toy Room hey! for the very first time. It's fantastic. <laughs> and joining me as well is Frank. Hello, hello. And look at all this good stuff. Oh. Scott, Scott made the point. He goes, you know, it's, it's a bit of bit nice to see something a little bit different, a bit of variety. You know, we're very used to to, to Trent's room and my room and Ben's room. Yep. Uh, it's wonderful to see some different stuff on the shelves. So what, what do we got? I, I'm looking at a whole heap of Justice League Unlimited. They're beautiful. They're colourful. Star Wars vintage down here. Mm-hmm. We've got DC Universe classics and a piece de la resistance. And Scott, this probably is one of the crowning jewels. That's a super Star Destroyer out of Lego. That is that is right. That is yeah. a gift my very thoughtful wife purchased for me. And it is an item I enjoy to pull apart and reassemble at least every 12 yes. months. Nice. Very good. It is my favorite piece of Lego. I, I really treasure that item. The Executor Super Star Destroyer. That is part of the Ultimate Collector Series. And just for scale, they've built like what looks like the tiniest Star Destroyer next to it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just for scale, there's the, the, the smallest. It's like an ant on a <laughs> side of the road in comparison. It's um, It gives you a whole lot of scale as to how big that uh, Super Star Destroyer was in comparison to the regular size Star Destroyer. Yes, and I always just imagine it plunging into the second Death Star. Oh, wasn't that <laughs> spectacular? Yes. <laughs> now, this is fantastic. The other thing I want to point out here is like a, a OG Lego Technic Batmobile that mm-hmm. is circa like early 2000s. Yes, mate. This goes back to when I was a toy collector back in my 20s. Yeah. First, wow. first, first time around. Yeah, and yeah. I can remember going to Target in this case, and they had a whole range of Batman Lego on the shelves, and that was sitting there. For the time, I thought it was reasonably priced. Yep. So, what the hell? I got disposable money. I'll buy that. <laughs> and it's been a part of the collection ever since. And again, it's another one of those on the twelfth month rotation. You pull it apart, put yep. it away, bring it back out, and rebuild Beautiful. it. Yeah, and it's yeah, based yeah. on the comic books obviously later on well, a couple of years back we got the 1989 Batmobile mm. but yep. this is like OG comic with the bat, bat. kind of emblem for the yeah. for the front it's very very cool what else have you noticed uh, Frank? Uh, look there's a whole bunch of uh, Fantastic Four Scott has spoken about his, his love of that very special specific part of the Marvel Universe and whilst you know there's all the legends that, that exist at my house Scott has a shelf entirely ex- dedicated to the Fantastic Four but a lot of the old Toy Biz stuff toy as well biz, yep. Not, you know pre-legends all that sort of stuff and it is the most brightly coloured shelf in the entire room and it is gorgeous I think there's something about the colour palette yep. from that era that is almost non-replicated today even though they'll do a thing figure they'll do a thing in the Marvel Legends yep. it'll never be that orange again right like it's just <laughs> yeah. such a cool colour palette so it is 
It is beautiful. A lot of color going on. It's mm. uh, fantastic. It's my favorite shelf. It's designed and its position is to draw your eye when you walk into the room. That's yep. what I want you to look at yep. first. Yeah. No, and then a whole row of Godzilla up the top there as well. It's, Kaiju uh, shelf up the top. Yeah. It's looking a bit full. So um, as we'll discuss in our news segment, I'm going to have to make a new shelf for Godzilla <laughs> Restructure! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of restructuring your toy shelves, let's get into the first segment. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? It's very exciting if you're a Masters fan right now because, Ooh. boy, the reveals are coming in thick and fast. And, look, there's a lot to pro- probably break down They're here. going at, like, better than McFarlane speeds oh. this last Ooh. week. Let's be honest. That's a big boat, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> they just, well, Todd. Well, yeah. you know, Todd, Todd drops one, maybe two, maybe three figures in one thing. They're doing five figures yeah. per day. Um, in these reveal images. And it's I reckon stunning. there's another day to come. There is. Wow. So. That's right. They're in the carpool lane, guys. Express. <laughs> <laughs> Going all the way. Now, the first, uh, they're doing these little kind of square images that they're mm. revealing with like a curtain in the background. Maybe like, like a podium finish yep. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of figures. And the first one we got was that wave that has a lot of those Sunman figures. Mm. So there's like a pig, pig man, pig head. Um, the oh, I, I, pig head, pig uh, head? Uh, space digitino yeah, Digi- yes. he's a, you know trying to make maths cool again yeah <laughs> i love i love him <laughs> um and space sumo space who kind of looks like ninja who forgot his forgot most of his outfit well he's just uh, flying by the seat of his pants <laughs> in space yeah, that's all he's flying yeah. lewis <laughs> <laughs> and then they've done this quite interesting thing is they've brought the 2002 yeah. cartoon into Origins now. I was style. waiting for this because to me, there's some cool designs. The fact yeah. that when you look at classics, how they integrated a lot of the 2000, uh, 2000X design elements like alternate heads or they gave you the armor later on that made it look like a 2000X figure. I saw I saw what they were doing with Origins and I'm like, it's only a matter of time. 100%. They've, they've, you know, they're going to go through the original, whatever it is, 70, 70 odd vintage characters. <laughs> Why not just, you know, take the same He-Man Give him a different head, different sword. Yep. Done. New figure. Yep. Very yeah. clever. He looks very good. And Randor, very excited to get him. He looks very OG. Um, he's got a plastic cape this oh, time around, bugger. so no cloth goods cape. And the tealer this time around looks to be a deluxe set with Zor. So very cool. Zor looks, you know, like when we got the um, Classics line, mm. they shrunk Zor back down to kind of be in scale with the story like a falcon size yep, sure. this one's going back to the fact this was a big gym inspired falcon that they ported in much like battle cat so is that yes. pic- that picture so, to scale i believe so yep wow. so it's it's a it's a massive okay. falcon right as Zor. so that's that's pretty cool so that must be like a deluxe kind of you yeah. know beast and because they've already pack. done a tealer in origin yeah yes. correct yeah, 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 yeah. They have, they have. So. now educate me guys here zor who is this where does this character come into uh, Master's Law? Well, I guess originally in the line, they were looking for beasts to fill out the line. Yep. So they thought, let's pull in what we can from existing toy lines. Mm-hmm. So they brought in that Falcon from the big gym, gym toy line. And then Master's was always a bit of make it up as you go along mm-hmm. in terms of the story. And eventually where they got to was the sorceress transforms or her form 
if she leaves Grayskull, and this really was inspired by the cartoon, yeah. she had to take on the Zoar oh, wow. format. Yeah. So oh, she transformed wow. into the Falcon. Hence the colours, you know, the orange and the blue wings. Makes really a lot of similar. sense. Yeah, yeah. It's so, uh, really obvious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so these are cool. Um... Is there any much more to say? I look. I, I, I Randor is one of the few Origins figures I'll be picking up in the yep. same way that I never got a Scareglow and an Injor in yep. the vintage. That Randor is going to fit in very nicely with my, you know, to f- plug that hole in my vintage. Yep. And Pighead, I think, like you know, Ben would be yeah. the first to grab Pighead out of this mm, line 100%. because that Sunman action figure line is very, very obscure, very, very hard to come by. I mean, I've never seen or held a Sunman figure mm. of any kind. So Ben's super excited by that that pig head, um, and I, I imagine he'll be grabbing that one for his collection. Yeah, and then uh, after that reveal, I think the following day they did another uh, five, or really is it five and a five, vehicle? five five and a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. we got uh, this one's all the bad guys. We get uh, Mantena with. So here we go eggs. we four were talking eggs. about this yeah. weren't we look it at that it looks so cool it, there it is it looks yep. like they've taken the vintage figure from you know the, the, the head and, the, and the, the torso yep and then they go alright let's do the legs probably this time he looks gorgeous and the other thing to note because the real feature of Origins is removable parts so the head yep. comes off now we, we've got a couple Ooh. of figures here where their original action feature was through the torso and into the head so if yeah. you remember the Mantena figure he had a lever on the back You'd lift it up and the eyes would bug out. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way this eye bugs out, it's a push button on the head, yeah. right? So they're keeping the mechanism inbuilt so into the head. So when you swap it out... You can still swap it out. There's no nice. connection to the torso. So that's very clever. Yeah. That's so, some great engineering, really. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. clever. Yeah. So we also get uh, his buddy from the evil horde, Grizzlaw, complete with real fur. Can't wait to see that real fur head popped on the top of a, a, another figure and just to see how it works. Yep. Uh, we get a look at Leech as well, also from the Evil Horde. We'll circle back to him as far as what he can do. But we also get Snout Spout and we get the Roton as a vehicle. So that's going to be quite a big, if that's close to you know, scale with the original, that's going to be quite a big figure. Yep. Uh, vehicle, sorry. And then we get Skeletor, a bit similar to He-Man, as he would appear in the 2000X style. So it's one of those... Uh, you don't really notice the differences unless you sort of look at them side by side, but there is quite a bit of um, you know detailing that you don't get on the other skeletal figure with this guy. His kind of leg armor yes. is totally new sculpt, yep. I think, first time and we've seen sword. that. And the sword. I love that, oh. that sword, the two-part sword. That's yes. one of the yeah. coolest things yep. from 2000X. Different head sculpt as well and some color differences. But Leech, talk us through Leech oh. here, Trent, because this is one of my faves. This is such a cool figure. Look, I mean, that original Leech figure, right? If you think about it, he was a, a suction gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, and I would do this. I'd stick him to windows. Yep be driving in the car stick him up on the you know the car window as we're going and that really that suction on the hands and on the mouth really distorted the sculpt of the figure but look it was the 80s yep. and it was all about the gimmicks yep what we've done this time around is we've given him that really that almost classics, classics inspired yeah. head right which is more monstrous he's got the mouth that's sculpted and alternate hands as well which is a really really clever feature mm. so that is just absolutely brilliant for this one you've got both options because I'd, I'd be disappointed in a way if i only got the sort of modern look because i'd be like oh, it's, it's a better sculpt yeah but it doesn't feel vintage but sure enough they've given us both yeah. so that is absolutely fantastic 
And then our boy uh, Snoutspout here is another one who uh, has actually got two heads. Now, they've gone a slightly different direction. You might be forgiven for thinking they'll go the 2000X head along with a vintage-style head. No, no, they went with a Filmation-style head as his alternate one. I, judging from the pictures, it looks like that trunk is articulated. It is, yeah. In multiple yep. points. Um, but beyond that, he looks very vintage, even down to the uh, squirting feature, which I believe comes with the uh, vintage-looking head. Um, yes, correct. They've done it with the sort of backpacks thing that, that go, connects directly into the head. I suspect you can remove that. Again, yeah. So that you could pop the head onto another figure if, 100%. if you wanted to. Yep, yep. Um, he looks great. He's one I've, I've had as a kid. Uh, still got him. His legs are just about shot on mine. And for that alternate head alone, I'm I'm seriously considering it because it's just looks amazing. Yeah. The other call out here is Roton. Now, when they, I think whether it was Nate Barch, I think may have done the redesign for the classics Roton. And I mean, nothing wrong with his redesign, but he took quite a bit of interpretive license in redesigning the face on the Roton. Mm. And he, I think, <laughs> infamously kind of included a nose, which was never really there yeah. on the OG. It's a set of eyes. And, and I remember listening to Roast Google, an episode where he was sort of reflecting on the design and, and you know, maybe getting some, some feedback that he kind of wasn't expecting when he thought he'd improved <laughs> it. Um, but what they've done here, they've gone again very much back to the OG look. But what they've done is there was a model kit that came out in the 80s, which had a canopy on yeah. top. And it also had a slightly different face. We got the canopy in classics. Mm -hmm. This time we're getting an alternate faceplate for Roton as well. So, like, I mean, this is this is incredible. Like, they're yeah. really they're taking it to the next level. They're homage to at all different angles, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. Mm. So, very, very cool. All right, we're on to our next set of reveals. And this time we got in the Masterverse banner. Now, we knew Masterverse was obviously inspired by the Kevin Smith cartoon first and foremost. But then they said... We're going to kind of delve deeper into the lore. And we're getting a real good sense now of what that yeah. means. So we've got a Jitsu, a kind of Filmation Hordak. We've got Skeletor from the latest um, the computer CG. animated yep. um, He-Man. We've got a, a Beast Man and a uh, Scarlet Witch. I mean, Catra. <laughs> <laughs> looking looking um, very inspired by Scarlet Witch there. But th these... Uh, really, really interesting. Like, they've done a few new design elements mm. on a couple of these, and I'll call out, like, start with Jitsu. Um, he's got, like, a Hannibal Lecter-style kind of mask. Is that is that new? Is that a reference to something we that's super oh. obscure, or have they just gone, hey, it looks cool? I've like, never seen it. And look, yeah. it's very possible that he's depicted in a mini-comic or a... Well, like a single panel somewhere. Potentially, yeah. with that. And that's a very cool call-out. His... his um, you know, we know Jitsu for a big golden hand. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like back to the normal, not oversized. It's not really 2000X. I think I, I, this is kind of like almost a classics interpretation. Yeah, the classics yeah. one wasn't super oversized. Was yeah. It? Man, he looks really cool. Catra uh, is the one that's sort of jumped out at me because I'm like that... I was wondering when they got to Princess of Power stuff, are they going to go toy or are they going to go filmation? Now, you could yep. argue that, and Classics did a lot of it, that the filmation designs were the ones that seemed to get preference. Um, I remember Catra quite well from the toys because yeah. my sister had it. And totally different. They've gone filmation. It's cool. One thing I will, I do love, 
the shield is actually a functional size now instead of these little <laughs> tiny A4 size yep. things and you think of scale you know the shield is functional the scepter I don't recognise at all no I feel like again that might new, have inspiration yeah. but I've never seen her but she's that. got she's got the uh, the filmation mask where the toy one was very grey and sort of red eyes I think so and cloth goods cloth cape, cape yeah, yeah. And that beast man is that meant to be just a can pick your flavor of beast man? It is. I think I very much. To, I, my first reaction was, oh, it's the revelations. I was like, no, it's not. But it's not. Like he's got the the different uh, loincloth. He yeah. comes with the fur accessory. I feel like it's designed to be, hey, if you want the you know the Alcala version or these sorts of things, you've got the accessories to do it. I just don't recognize a lot of it. No, I don't. I feel like they're using some new interpretations, right. and maybe they're going back. They always said that they might go back to preliminary artwork as inspiration. Okay. Um, so, look, it's probably a bit of an artistic license. He's got, like, almost... He can wear Battle Cat's helmet as I his head. That. It's what like is a, that? Yeah, it's like a, a, a hat that is almost like he's he's killed and skinned a, <laughs> a, a Battle Cat or yeah. something that he wears. And he's got this, like... What does Leonardo in the movie Star Turtles have, like, the wiffle bat or something? He's yeah, almost got he like doesn't a, have spikes no, on it like no, this one. Well, that's right. <laughs> this is the uh, the updated version. But real fur on that alternate kind of armor piece. Mm. So that's interesting. He's kind of got, instead of the traditional amulet that he wears around his neck in the OG armor, he's got like a, a white skull uh, as the emblem there. So very cool. The thing I, I, I want to call out is the Hordak. Yeah, like he's, he's just chock full of accessories and alternate parts. So he comes with a, a horde shield, which is very cool. Two alternate hands. The crossbow. Now, this is like the white crossbow, mm-hmm. but with like a laser arrow infused into it. Yeah. Like, that's a really beautiful yep. design. He's got the pop out arm that gives you the arm cannon. One of the hands is the fully robotic hand, mm-hmm. and he's got like a blast effect and a, and a cloth goods cape by the look of it. So he's just super chock awesome. full of value, right? I don't yeah. know whether he goes into a, another category in terms mm. of uh, ultimate figure but if if not like that's a that's a mean figure yeah it's meant to meant to cover all your bases with that one yeah uh and then we got another just recently another look at these more masterverse figures this one is all heroes we get our first look at what we believe to be uh battle armor he-man with a little bit again we're talking yeah, about a bit of a twist. license yeah yeah yep. people have sort of gone look is that meant to be king grayskull it's essentially he-man inspired head but with longer hair looking a bit like Thor to be honest longer hair he's got the goatee happening Um, the shield people have asked questions about the shield the shield he's got is actually inspired by the sticker that appears on the dragon walker yep um, but it's got that sort of old timey feel to it but he's still got the he-man the the big H with the, the battle damage on the front surely they've got to include alternate you know, chest plates. I'm, I'm hoping I'd that you can so. swap it out. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. It's not, not expecting the rotating feature like the old one. But, no, um, it, it, he's got the ab crunch sort of at the yes, midriff, and, right. and and I suspect that is a plate yep. that swaps out. out. But what what I love about this, he's got the knife in, in the, the boot, boot yes. which is really cool. And I, I really like the loincloth, like how the armor kind of keeps going down the thighs. That's something. It's almost like a bit of a knight look. Yeah which we sort of saw with figures like Extender bringing in that kind of knight into the barbarian world. But this is, I think, and he's got like a shoulder pauldron as well. Mm. So this to me, you know, I I don't really just want to keep getting the same figure. I've got the classics line. I've got the original figure. I've got the 2000X. I like these little tweaks Mm -hmm. to the figure just to give it something new and a bit of a vibe. I like the alternate head. 
So it, it's working for me. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And we also get a look at Shearer. This seems to be very much. Uh, would you say is filmation inspired? Yeah, or? definitely filmation inspired. Yep. The yep. two capes there is interesting. You've got one. You'd one seems to be much longer, and it seems to come with uh, what looks like I guess shoulder pads is the best way to describe it. I believe, and I could be wrong, but I think that's from the comic book run. The um, yes. I was going to say, IDW? No. Yeah, I know, the, the most or recent DC. one. D- D- DC, yeah. DC, yeah, DC. yeah. Yep. Um, where she's got a bit more of an armoured look. Alternate head with the mask sort of down, which is very cool. And the white eyes, I think that's yeah, something new. So that's, that's awesome. very cool. It's like, a you know, I've got the, my, my mask is down, I'm powered up. Yeah. Look, at, look out, boys. So, very keen for that one. Uh, we get Sunman. Now, this is nice. interesting. We've seen Sunman in Origins. That's what he's known for as far as the origin of the figure. This is great to see uh, a character like this made in the Masterverse style so you know comparable to your Marvel Legends and he again taking some design elements with the head um, the wings uh, as opposed to how they were presented on the original figure some little tweaks to the armor and stuff Uh, you know you could I didn't even need to know the name of this character to go that looks cool Mm -hmm. I kind of want it on my shelf yeah Yeah. look and I love the fact that original figure the wings are, you know, like they don't really look like wings. It and looks they don't like a fix... giant, like bat shoulder pad. Yeah, type it thing. does, yeah, and yeah. that's that's of its time, and I love that. But the upgrade is going well. If he had wings, th- let's give him wings yeah. like Stratos would have, or yeah. you know, um, Hawkman Hawk or something. Yeah. So really cool. And to round it out, we get the He-Man to the Skeletor of the CGI cartoon, and he looks really nice. Like yeah. to me, that's a really authentic looking figure to the to the show and like that massive sword that is just, just yeah I, you know, as tall as he is my one thing with these designs is those those knee joints better have some ratcheting because <laughs> oh, yeah. and that's the style and I get it they've got the massive torsos uh, but then they've got these little legs and that's the that's the popular animation style but whew, they've got some heavy lifting to do those those knee and ankle joints 100% question for you both if mm. you could only pick one style of figure to get from this point onwards. Whoa. Do you go Masterverse or do you go Origins? What's what's the what's drawing you in more at this stage? Easy for me. I'm balls deep in Origins already, <laughs> yeah. so I just keep on that path. Yep. Yep. <laughs> keep and I noticed you got a bit of space on your Origins oh, yeah. shelf here, Scott. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be filled rather rather rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> All these reveals, absolutely. What about you, Frank? Look, I'm I'm iron off the Masterverse stuff. As yep. a, as a, a man who likes that, you know, the sort of Marvel Legends six inch, you know, posability, multiple accessories. That it's ticking all my boxes. You know, that Hordak in particular is, is yep. screaming out to me. The Shearer close behind that. Um, yeah, that's that's the probably the style I would I would go with. Yeah, it's wonderful. And look, I think we had a bit of discussion on the Discord about this concept of. With with particularly Masterverse, they're just throwing out every Everything. iteration, like yeah. a little bit, little bit from here, a little bit from there, and I guess that is the question: How far is say the CG line going to go? How far mm. is this kind of hybrid two thousand X going to go? Are you going to mm. be able to get the characters you want? It is a bit of a risk if you sort of go in expecting to get a, a whole heap of figures. It yep. might not turn into that. Um, but great for the cherry pickers. Yes. Like if you just want to cherry pick, like I, I love the look of that Shearer, for example. Like mm. I think they've nailed the face sculpt. I love that cape with the shoulder pauldrons. Um, and I, I'd probably get the Sun Man and maybe that Battle Armor he I think you can kind of pick and choose mm. uh, to some extent. And I know what was 
Ben was going to grab, I think, the Sun Man and put him in his classics line and go, look, he'll, he'll slot yeah. in and he'll be like a, a classics version of Sun Man. So yep. I, I don't necessarily mind it from that cherry picker point of view, but it is kind of... It's, but for the for the OCD person, <laughs> I think it's jarring because we're used to ways being thematic or yes. having some sort of tie into them. Um, you know, whether it's a builder figure piece or they're all from a particular movie or whatever it is. This is not that. This is pick and choose from all the different iterations of masters. You've got old figures in new styles, new figures in old styles. Like it's a real mishmash. And uh, and yeah, there was some people just saying I don't like it, and other people just going well. You know, I think we've been trained to buy the entire wave or something, yep. or want. I'm in on this wave or out on that wave. It almost doesn't apply in this scenario because you can go, I'll take those two of the ten figures revealed. You know, mm-hmm. and the way to look at it from Mattel's point of view is they're getting a little bit of everyone's money. Sure, you yep. may not get people buying an entire wave, but there's not. You're not going to have anyone, many people skip an entire wave because there's something, something for everyone. There. Yep. Yeah. That yep. makes Absolutely. sense. Hey, it's rare that we go into a news episode without <laughs> mentioning Todd McFarlane. I, I don't oh. think it's happened. I don't think it's, it's happened not, it's as he's taken over. No. We need a Todd ticker. <laughs> Ding! Of course, we have some Todd reveals this week, and straight off the bat, we have a multiverse hush figure. Yes. Mm-hmm. We also have a grifter from the uh, Infinite Frontier uh, story, and we also have a two-pack of Batman and Hush. With some additional accessories and a bit of a diorama background there of a, of a cemetery shop. Guys, when I was flicking through Facebook and this image came up, the first thing that went through my mind is, why the hell is Batman fighting Supreme Leader Snoke? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, look, this is really interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're implying he's wearing a gold coat. Um it's odd mm-hmm. because you know what what McFarlane do with this line is they include like a little collector card, mm. and and that collector card, the photography that goes on that card is taken at like a prototype stage yes so you can actually look and see how much it's changed from <laughs> what yes, they intended now when you look at the card they actually went with a brain you know, like a, a, a dark, dark brown, brown yeah. trench coat it's a really odd running change for whatever reason and it's quite jarring to mm. see him in what is what does look like a gold like I don't know if we mentioned Hero back in the... Uh, um, we might not have back when we are talking about oh, Masters, no. but there is a yep. Hero figure. But it's almost like this coat is kind of like, you know, Hero's gold <laughs> colour yeah. of his uh, armour. It's one step away from being back metal. Like, it's that, yeah. it's that light and bright, which, it's you know, odd. Todd is known for the, the dark and grim and gritty. This seems to uh, run in the opposite direction. Yeah. Now, is it just me? Does he have guns? Or is, now, well, we're gonna, we, we can talk to that. I actually had a little thing here. Um... There oh, is, I should have scrolled down. There I is see. a Warner Brothers gun ban. So there is they're not allowed to. So Todd, as the license holder, cannot get approved by the head licensor hmm. any guns for the action figures. Okay, so right? why are we producing figures whose primary accessory yep. is a firearm? Boom. Well, I guess... <laughs> I, I, I don't know when that band came <laughs> I mean, in. You can make a lot of Batmans because he doesn't use a gun. But if you're yeah. going to build a grifter figure, yeah. there yeah. are two things that go in there <laughs> yep. before the figure goes into the yep. box itself. Yep. Yep. I feel like I know, 100%. we started to see this around the... the was it the first Suicide? No, when we saw the, the well, yeah, pics su- of the, the, the James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yep. And we're like, oh, that's strange. Deadshot and, and these sorts of characters yeah, are coming with a knife. Swords. Okay, yeah. yep. maybe that plays into the movie. We hadn't seen the movie at that point. Nope. Um, no, no, lots of guns in the movie. <laughs> and, and and 
there was an interview um, with the Todd on this, and what he basically said was, you know, he's got no control over it. Mm. He he just has to comply with the license or requirements, and it is no guns in plastic form. Um, there is a potential workaround, and he can, for example, put out a weapons pack under the McFarlane banner, oh, right? right? So right. McFarlane can do a guns pack that you can buy independently to the figures and then add them to your figures. But you can't right? put DC on it. No, no right. they won't approve mm, gotcha. it, right? So right. They, they basically, you know how every time you see a prototype figure or a figure in development, it'll say pending license or approval. approval. Yep. If he tries to put a gun in, they'll deny it, right? right. So he won't, he won't get it through. And that's a, it's a ban. I, and I, because I was watching the last two weeks, I've been watching the Fush videos mm-hmm. with Robo. And he's been talking about like this no gun thing, and I'm like, where where's that come from? Mm. And I didn't realize it was a, a Warner, you know, mandate yep. that had sort of come down around that. So does that even include your like your hot toys and these sorts of the, the high level? That sort of would stuff? be because they're more aimed at the adult collector. No kids paying three hundred bucks for a, a peacemaker mm. figure for argument's sake. Yeah, I, I can't imagine you could do a hot toys like you couldn't do a hot toys peacemaker without guns. Like that's part of his character it's, it's see I, I think they did I've got a feeling there was maybe, a review maybe. for Peacemaker yeah. and he had an alternate head he had eagerly he had all this cool stuff and people are just like no guns what's like, up with that you know like like you say Grifter with guns even Hush mm. like my, my thing with Hush is he's holding yeah, two, two pistols like yep. it's it, it's look I get I get this, the sensitivity around you know a kid's toy with guns if they're a gun issues particularly in the United States and, and mm. promoting that Warner wants to be seen to be doing the right thing so of course just put in a major you know massive sword that you know yep, no we could we, mm. we could equally get but look I, I can I can sort of sympathise with Warner wanting to try and do the right thing from a social standpoint yeah um, but yeah I agree that in terms of hot toys yeah that that's a totally different market the only people buying hot toys are like 15 plus and yep. really they're going to be 30 and 40 year olds because no one else can afford them you know yeah, too yeah, many exactly. of them you're so, paying for detail and accuracy yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that that's the thing if you watch a movie and that villain's primary weapon is a gun mm. you want to see that included correct guys what an amazing morning it was when I woke <laughs> up and on my Facebook feed finally after teasing me for the last two months of all these wonderful kaiju and Godzilla props and paraphernalia and t-shirts Super 7 have given us the reveals for their Toho Kaiju Godzilla Wave 1 figures. And oh, boy, was I excited. (laughs) I sat there and looked at it and scrolled through it, and I was late for work, but who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. And how smart have they been in the launch of their first wave? They've gone for the 89 Godzilla and his foe from the movie Biollante. Mm-hmm. Biolante comes in the rose form, and for those who aren't too sure about what that means, Biolante is a character that, or a kaiju that evolved through the course of the film. He had three different forms, yes. and this is the middle form cool. that right. he represented. And then once Godzilla had defeated this form, he then evolved further again okay. to become even more Godzilla style for the final battle of the movie. Plenty of representations of that final representation in the marketplace, yep. but rose form. Biolante, I've never seen first one. A toy oh, that's cool! And this has really, really got the the the, the Godzilla chats and forums 
fired up and mm. people are very excited to see this representation of this figure finally find a place in the market see and I then it's, it comes down to wave selection again we've had this conversation a couple of times with super seven and and yeah the, the fact that but, they've been because everyone was expecting a godzilla figure there's sure. been lots of yep. you know high quality NECA godzilla figures they've gone that and gone yeah but let's partner him with something you've never seen before yep. I, I think it's, it's a smart move for something that has a lot of merch behind yep. it because you know like when 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 the todd rebranded sort of dc and started putting stuff out i could kind of very quickly go you know i've got i've got a representation yep. of that i don't need to buy it again mm-hmm. you know, i've got another version of it you can't do that with a figure that's never been released before you're almost if you're a godzilla fan you got to get you it you kind of almost need to get it now yep. my question for you scott is how does the the godzilla ultimate so we we know bylonte is captivating cuz he's brand new how does the approach that super 7 has taken to doing you know articulation and sculpting on the godzilla how does that kind of fit in for you with what you collect already are you are you happy with the aesthetic direction they've gone From in for that I've one? what I've seen of the pictures here, this looks to be a really high quality sculpt. Yep. It's, it lands nicely between the NECA range that we had for the last uh, four or five years mm-hmm. yep. and sort of the top end gear, which is the SH Monster Art range of figures. These guys coming from Super 7 are an 8 inch. They're actually taller than what NECA and SH Monster Art had put out previously so that's something for people to be excited for a new scale or figure to come in yep but godzilla's a big lump of plastic and he's really mm. only got a little bit of mo- you know movement in his range you know the tail's going to flick you know left and right and it's yep. got some articulation there the legs are going to move forward he's a big fat chunky guy mm. you're not going to get a massive action pose out of him so it's the the side character the the biolante character that people are going to be able to have a bit of fun with. Mm. And packed in with the Biolante, you've got two different heads yes. to go in there. You've got some alternate heads to... And by saying heads, there are vines, tentacle vines like attached Venus to Like Venus flytrap. Yeah. That's right. They're like yeah. Godzilla jaws attached to these, uh, <laughs> to these vines. <laughs> and these are fully posable, open and close. Yep. The leaves behind are fully posable as well. It's so, incredible, isn't nice. it? It's quite a work of art. It is designed so that you can create a fight scene between yep. the two where Biolante is reaching out with a vine and it's wrapping around Godzilla's neck at the same time. That's yeah, part of right. the packing accessories that comes with Godzilla itself. It's uh, It looks like a pile of poo, but it's actually something that's designed <laughs> to go over his head and wrap around his neck. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yes, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then even the, the teaser shot they use where it looked like a hole through the middle of Godzilla's yeah. hand. Yep. I assume that's from that's the movie. That's a reference from the movie yeah. itself where this is sort of the first time you saw real vulnerability in Godzilla yep. where someone's attacked him and one of the vines has shot straight through his hand and mm. gone clean through and left a hole, a gaping <laughs> hole in his hand. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, nice. slight price increase from what we're used to on Ultimates, probably because of the size of these figures. We're up to $85 US, and I think here in Australia, they're coming out at around, if you buy both, 270 on Pop Culture. Yeah, if you buy them individually, individually 150 each, yep. or you can get them for 270 as a two-pack from Pop Culture. There you go. Mm. So get on it, you Godzilla fans, and we'll see... Out of Scott and Ostie, who can uh, race for the bigger <laughs> Kaiju collection. <laughs> 
All right, still with Super 7, we have the Thundercats Ultimates. No, don't worry, it's not your Chitaras that have been held up in customs or wherever they are at the moment. <laughs> They're not even out yet. No, that's Chitara. it. Is it Chita What's the one from Wave 2? Uh, we, we're getting Mumra... Well, Wave 2. Was it Wave 2? There was one, I think... Wave 2's been delayed for a long time. In fact, we've got Wave 3. I've got Wave 3 in hand. And you still don't have wow. 2. Still don't have Wave 2. It's shipping, it's shipping now, anyway. though. Yes. Right. Anyway, we're talking about Wave... What the, Super 7 are dubbing Wave 5.5. This is actually a wave consisting of one figure and a vehicle, and we're looking at Mandora with her Electro Charger ride. Now, she, it's my understanding, she's a bit of a space cop, mm -hmm. uh, with, but she's a villain. Is that correct, Trent? Um, or is she, is she I'm not hero? sure. I thought, she, well, probably one of those characters that is affiliate different Neutral. affiliation and yeah. yeah whatever suits their cause right so so if you don't know who she's you're looking at your thundercats collection going who is this figure don't blame you she is 100 percent from the cartoon, cartoon. she's yep. never had a figure before so we talk about that character selection from super seven with the godzilla stuff same again they're delving into unknown territory so if you're a hardcore thundercats fan this is brand new ground and i think it's kind of cool that they've they've found a way to get the vehicle so you can get either or. You can get yep. her with the vehicle That's or you can get just move. the figure. So, you know, you can adjust to your, your particular price point. Trent, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. I, I have Both? already ordered you're, it. Oh, you're yeah, in. Okay. In. Just with one one of each. And, and I, I made the call. It was a bit cheaper to go through pop culture, but I decided to go direct from Super 7 because I just noticed pop culture literally just got the Donatello wave of figures oh, the wave four? in yep. wave four right so they, they've just arrived at the pop culture warehouse for distribution and i've had those probably for close well around christmas i got yeah, them so christmas that's uh, that's at least sort of three months so i mean I, I went with them you can get them on pop culture they're quite quite well priced um to get them direct in australia the the vehicle is quite sizable like mm. it's quite you can fit two uh, figures on it it's got like a rear seat as well it's got opening compartments um, stands that fold down it's quite a, a cool looking vehicle so and, and I think Mandora I don't really recall her from the cartoon but she's a cool looking figure and I think fits into that kind of LJN aesthetic yes. so uh, three heads boomerangs handcuffs all sorts of um, space cop gadgets that mm. you would expect to have so yeah look I'm I'm kind of all in on when, when we talk about Ninja Turtles Ultimates and uh, Thundercats Ultimates. I'm I'm pretty got, much got yeah, to to get it all. Mm. All right, we'll move on now to some more uh, Sil Silverhawks news, mm. and this is the Ramen Toys. They've been dripping out uh, picks as they've been progressing their figure, and now we've got some coloured images of Monstar, the big bad villain. We've also got a first look at the accessories that he's going to come with. We've got the gun. Um, there, ramen toys can do guns, which is, which is <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alternate head. Shots uh, fired. Yeah. Ah. Shot, shot blast effects and his um, hawk-like accessory as well. He looks to be, again, nine inches tall. He He's big. He's kind of a more realistic or stylized yes. interpretation with detail. I mean... I'm probably not going to go... I do like what Ramen has done um, with their Centurion stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've gone in with the 80s version of those Centurions. With this, I think I'll just stick to what Super 7's yep. doing. But look, credit to them because it's a slightly different take. It's a very 
nice kind of modern almost like if this was a movie that's probably that's what he'd look sure. like i, I kind of feel like if super seven weren't doing theirs this would be getting a lot 100%. more praise and orders and stuff yeah i feel like i'm not sure if you know it was just unfortunate timing that both companies were developing these at roughly the same time but you know you take super seven out of the equation as far as silver hawks and this figure would be hot because it's the yep. first real updated monster thing we've had in a long time I, you're right I like the proportions of the Super 7 one better he's yep. just got that barrel chest which almost looks like he's going to burst that's the one I've gone in on this is very cool though um, yeah it's uh, it's just a little bit too I can't believe I'm saying this but a little bit too realistic, realistic. right? Like, <laughs> yeah I know, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. yeah. alright what do you expect to find when you go into your kitchen you might get a donut or a bagel uh, my son opening the fridge <laughs> yes yes i found i found my youngest on i bought a packet of um favorites and they were up in the kitchen and i came in to find him on a stool oh, trying to get to the top shelf up. yeah but if you're unlucky you might find a velociraptor in your kitchen and there is a new jurassic world legacy collection kitchen encounter pack now i think this is the first time we get both the Lex Murphy and her little brother mm-hmm. in a in a set. I think I'm trying to think. He might have had a figure in the original kennel line, and I think one of them might have got a figure when when Mattel did the cars yeah, most oh, yes, recently. Sitting in the car, yeah. Um, but this is them from the scene in Jurassic Park where they're evading the Velociraptors that learn to use the door handle, <laughs> much like Jack. He's yes, learned how to use yes, that door that's handle. Fun. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, he might come at you with gnash teeth as well. If, not <laughs> if I don't give him what he wants from the fridge, you're yeah. damn right. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a very cool set. Again, Mattel do this beautifully. It's almost akin to a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive in terms of its presentation. There's a kitchen, I think it's cardboard um, diorama with a Velociraptor up on the bench top running along. Sold as a Target exclusive. Jump on it if you're a Jurassic Park fan. I think this is pretty clever because there's a lot of, you know, highlight memorable moments from that first Jurassic Park and the the clever girl meet well, there's a yes. that's not even that scene, but you know, the the dinosaur opening the, the mm-hmm. handle and the kids hiding in the kitchen. It's a pretty iconic scene. Yeah. So very, very clever. All right. And there's this thing going on. I think it's actually starting as we record tomorrow, mm. so we're gonna we're gonna miss it. But it's this thing called Hallathon. Heard now, a bit about this. Yeah, it seems to be the collab between NECA and Target stores, where they're putting special stock out in their stores. And I think there's going to be sort of exclusive items popping up, not not only in store but also online. Right. And one of those items, or, or there's going to be a series of items from NECA that are signed items and what we saw we saw the upcoming mirage fugitoid figure is also getting a signature edition and it is signed by none other than kevin eastman so Mm. that is super super cool he does love to sign a figure well that's what i was saying i was going to say how much is his signature worth and i think it's been diluted by the volume that is out there but look he's an absolute legend of the comic book industry i would love i mean i love fugitoid fugitoid is my moniker so it's just a sensational item i'd love to get my hands on what is it worth so i've calculated it oh put put my counting hat on here we go the kevin eastman signature is worth 67 dollars us so (laughs) you take a 23 dollar fugitoid figure 
make it up to $99 or $100. And there you have his, um, the cost of his autograph. So that's the cost of the signed one, 100 bucks. US. 100 bucks. 100 bucks wow. US. Okay. And look, I, I think that's fair. For someone of, I don't know, maybe I mean, to, to walk into a store and just pick it up. That that's you if know, you were to go it. if you were to go to a con and line up his autograph, yeah, that's right. Fifty bucks is easy, not unheard of. Yep. Fifty bucks US. Yep. Does anyone know what they charged when he came to Australia a couple of years back? No, because uh, he was only in he was only in Melbourne, Br- Melbourne or like Brisbane or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, would, I know a few people that did go meet him because mm. I've seen their their photos. You would have been around the eighty to ninety. I would have thought a hundred dollars yeah, yeah. because you get a couple of minutes to sit there, that's have right. a chat to yeah, him. That's yeah, it. yeah. So anyway, that's very cool. And so Fugitoid is not going to be the only figure in this sort of signature series. Mm. So there'll be other ones. But the other, I mean, just as a shout out, as this figure is showing up, all original artwork by by Kevin. So they in the Necker yeah. guys, and this was so cool. The package. Yeah, they sweet. got to actually reach out to to Kevin and go, "Can you do some OG art for us?" And I think that's just so, so, so brilliant. Just makes oh, so it's that not even taking old nah, panels. He's it's... actually drawing them wow. for Necker. So they actually commissioned new artwork from him to go on the boxes. So wow. it's the first time you're seeing that particular art. And I think that's just that's just wonderful. And it just mm-hmm. makes that box. And like, they're so clever, Necker. Right? Like you just a lot of people are going to buy two to mm-hmm. keep yes. one in that yep. in that yep. Kevin special uh, bot box. So fantastic. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, buying too, we're talking about still on Turtles with our boys Bebop and Rocksteady. And I think even in that interview you were referring to, Trent, uh, there was a shot that the eagle eyes of the internet noticed behind uh, Kevin that had what looked to be Necker's take on the Robo Bebop and Robot Rocksteady from the Fred Wolf cartoon. And sure enough, a few days later, these were revealed. I believe in the cartoon they were called Super Bebop and Mighty Rocksteady, not to be confused with the vintage figures that are very different style. But these are essentially robotized versions of the Shredder's two favorite dimwits. Um it's not just like silver paint on the figures we already have. You've got totally new sculpting on these guys. Um, no no official picks, really. This is sort of like them with uh, standing alongside the, the regular version, so you can see how different they are. Um, but they are looking to come in a two-pack, um, going for the American price of 70 bucks for the pair. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I like them. I hey. mean, again, it's another deep cut. I'm not sure... You know, it is. It's going to yeah. test people's lives because I think they only appeared, of course, in the one episode. So it's a deep cut. They had toys, so it sort of yes. And, and although the toys had a lot of chrome, which looked great on toys, these don't. These are sort of matte paint. Mm. That they, they do have that, you know, connection. Yep. To, to, Hits to on something. a couple of levels. Yeah. Is it possible we've gone through an episode and have not discussed any Marvel properties? It's possible. Ooh. It well, has that's happened. Wrong. It's, <laughs> it's the last item on the list here, gentlemen. Just snuck in. During the week, in a Haslabs, uh, sorry Hasbro live stream, we saw a second wave for 2022 of the three and three quarter inch retro style figures mm-hmm. coming out, and we are getting a classic Thor, a Green Goblin with glider, Ooh. a Black Widow with crossbow, and a thing which excites me a lot because that rounds out my fantastic four in these guys here in this Wonderful. size. Wonderful. Yes, very cool. Happy to see that finally come through. Yeah, no, that's good. And those cards are very yeah. pretty as always. Yeah, I haven't, I've haven't. i got quite a few of them. I haven't opened them yet yeah. because mm-hmm. it would be a shame to ruin that uh, those card backs. Yeah, they look yeah. good just yeah. as they are. 
Wonderful. Is there a pick of the bunch out of that? I mean, I know we don't have a shut up and take your money uh, officially. All of the news. But yeah, out of this, because we're in this sort of quasi New York kind of Mm -hmm. time slot. Um, Is there one item you just have to get? Thing for you, probably, Scott? You, You have to probably pick that one up. You're talking about from the whole... The whole, new, a whole news episode? The whole news episode, gotta yeah. Be, gotta be your boy. Is it Kaiju? It's gonna be a Kaiju. I yeah. was gonna say. <laughs> um, and as much as yeah. I love Godzilla, that Biolante is very, I, very yeah. interesting and attractive. There like you go. And, and you know yes. what? That'll sort out the, the people who know Godzilla from the real fans because yes. when somebody walks in and cites it by name, you're gonna be like, cool, you can be my friend. Yeah, like, your right. name can go on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, for me, I'm going back to some of the uh, the origin stuff we saw. That Randor, that's one that's eluded yes. me in the, the vintage collection for a while. So that will be the uh, my shut up. And t- the other ones are cool. But I've I've got my you know my vintage Mantena and and Leech and those guys, uh, so it's King Randor for me. Yeah, and the Mandora probably for me in that cycle. I think uh, just to keep that Thundercats line ticking along nicely. That's it. All right, that's it for another news episode. Hey, Frank, I think we got to get out the dueling blades. This is uh, I'm a little bit scared by this. It's quick fire, Scotty. What's go- are we are we literally going to like, like do the ten paces, turn around and draw and try and shoot each other? What's Look, happening? Unfortunately, here? this is McFarlane rules, so no hand weapon, uh, no guns. Okay, boys. <laughs> uh, now, it's been a little bit since we've had a highly competitive quiz, and because I got the two of you guys here in my recording studio, we're going to try something a little bit different. This is called the quick draw quiz. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, guys, I'm going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. and the answer that you shout out. And I say shout because if the first person <laughs> oh, to get their answer right. in, okay. you have to pick. The, the answer you give uh, will go with the letter that I give you after I ask you the question. So if I were to say to you, name a Master of the Universe figure that started with S, you'd shout out Skeletor. Yes. Gotcha. That's the idea. That's how we're going to do so it. So there's no wrong answers. There's only fast answers. Fast answers. Oh, first okay. in, best right. Yes. yes. And letter-based. Letter-based. Okay. Right. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Here you okay. go. So, okay. On your marks, gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> we'll put some set? tense music in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Name a Batman villain starting with H. H? Oh, God. Um, Hatter. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Higher glide? No. Um, uh, Harlequin. Harley oh, of course, of course. I would have accepted Hush as well. Ah, Hush, yes, we were yes. just talking about him. <laughs> All right, one point to Trent. Next question: mm-hmm. Name a Masters character starting with B. Beastman. Oh, he's Ooh. too fast. Here we go. Nice quick answer there, Trent. Right, two right. zero, come Frank. On. Come on. Here we go. He's giving you a lead, Trent. <laughs> Name a Marvel hero starting with C. Captain America. Oh, yes. Ooh, good one. There we go. The comeback what? is in place. Why right. was I thinking Captain Canook? Maybe it was the double. <laughs> <laughs> the double. See? All right. Trent leads 2-1. Oh, here we go. Name a female villain starting with P. From anything? Anything. Oh, wow. <sighs> the range. <sighs> female. That's... Penelope Cruz. Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> oh, she's lovely. Maybe she's too, she's too lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, oh we've drawn even to all. To all. all. Cool. Name a Star Wars alien starting with G. 
Good morning, guys. Oh, yes. yes. I will take I that. I you can take yes. that. Even with the redemption in the It's an alien. Oh, wow. But it's an alien. There yeah. we go. I like yeah. it. Very good. <laughs> Look at Frank streaking Ooh, ahead. What a comeback. <laughs> He's gone into the lead. Name a pop culture vehicle starting with D. DeLorean. Oh, nice. Three all. Here we go. <laughs> this is exactly oh, what I wanted. Wow. Oh, man. Far out. I can feel the pressure. This is, yeah. like, this is like Wimbledon. <laughs> Do you reckon this is like, oh, is it going to go to a tie break? <laughs> right, now this question comes courtesy oh. of my wife. Okay. Oh, okay. Name a Disney princess <laughs> starting with Jay. Jasmine. Jasmine. Oh! oh <laughs> It's 4-3 Oh no This is is more pressure (laughs) Gentlemen there are 8 questions in this quiz With a tiebreaker Come on (laughs) Bring it Alright Name A fictional city In which a hero lives Gotham Oh, you didn't say the letter. Starting oh, down. <laughs> Come on, chill out. Come on. Better not say G. <laughs> Come on. Come on, G. <laughs> I mean, I could cheat, so we have a tie here. <laughs> what is it? Starting with M. Metropolis. Oh, well oh. done. Well done. Well done, Mr. Oh, Allen. The well perpetual done. Frank Allen trophy reverts back. <laughs> wow. There we go. Nice oh, work, gentlemen. There was a tie question. There was a tiebreaker question. Mm. Uh, just for just to humour me. Name a Ninja Turtle character starting with S. Shredder. S- oh, Splinter. good work. Snake face. <laughs> no, what's it called? Yeah, yeah snake is face. Is it snake face or is it snake? Scale tail. Oh, scale. scale yeah, tail. snake face is yeah, masters. Masters, God. yes. Yep. Oh, you would have always had me on the tiebreaker, Frank. I'm not, I'm not quick <laughs> enough on turtles. <laughs> Woo. Well done. There you go. All right. There you go. Congratulations. I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> Well, yes, yeah, speaking of drink, what are we drinking tonight, uh, Scott? Mm. We're, not only are we recording in your room, but we're being spoiled by some of the finest I tell bourbon. you what we're not drinking. It's not cheap uh, <laughs> Japanese vodka. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to try and scout some out for when Fresh oh, gets yeah. down here, That's aren't gonna we? It's going to get messy. So, uh, we only have the finest liquors <laughs> in this home. Um, I'm a big fan of rye whiskies and bourbon, so I've given the gentleman a, a sample of uh, Monocase whiskey. From a, from a local distributor here uh, in Adelaide, mm-hmm. and it is choice. It's very Neither good. gentleman has done the option of using ice. In no, the we went neat. We went neat straight up. Uh, yeah, yeah very that smooth. was very very smooth. Very tasty. This was the uh, this was the bourbon we have on Christmas morning mm. each year. Yes, we start Christmas morning with bourbon <laughs> in my home. What a way to seems, do it! Seems Amazing. to be the only way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fantastic. We're going to wrap this episode in a minute, but we've got a competition. Which is pretty exciting. Some giveaways, some more giveaways. Yes, Toy Power has a collaboration with Action Figure Adventure with Jay and Rob. We are doing a giveaway. Mm-hmm. And hot in our hands, we have a signed copy of Action Figure Adventure Season 1. How much is a signature worth for oh, Jay and Rob? And maybe the production team. It's is it? not just those two. There's That's about right. four or five signatures yes. on there. There are a All lot the guys, of signatures on there. If you wish to win one of these, all you need to do as a Toy Power listener or an AFA listener to Rob and Jay's show is head over to the Toy Power Facebook page, find the link or the post uh, associated with this competition, and what we need you to do is tell us a story. In your words, we want you to tell us all about your most memorable 
toy hunt. Yes, mm. brilliant. Cool. What was happening? That's the crux of what Jan Rob do in action yeah, figure adventure. That's what They're it's on all the about. hunt, so we yeah. want to hear about your hunts. That is it. Tell us what you found, where you found it. What does this figure mean to you? Beautiful. That's great. I can't wait to hear some of those stories. Get on board. Beautiful prize up for grabs. Thank you so much to Jay and Rob for donating the prize. That is wonderful. And we're looking forward to season two of Action Figure Adventure. Well underway in filming and production. So shout out to the boys. They do great work. We love you guys and what you put out and what you contribute to the community. Keep up the good work, fellas. And uh, can't wait to see... See season two? Yep, super keen. All right. Thank you so much to tuning in to another episode of Toy Pound. Scott, for having us in your beautiful home, checking out your collection. I have hidden <laughs> the fridge in here somewhere. So that is your <laughs> job between now and next episode to Man, find... you guys are so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> to find the fridge. Uh, he's back where he belongs in Scott's collection. Thank you, Scott, for having us in the room. Big shout out to all our Patreons for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. We love uh, the interactions that we have with you guys and to everyone else for tuning in to another episode. So great to have your company and we hope you stay well and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.